Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Allen back to pass, surveying the field, fires to the end zone to Davis! Did he get both feet down? Touchdown, Buffalo! A 23-yard missile launch by Allen to Davis! Chris Brown's call from Sunday's win over the Miami Dolphins in the wildcard round. On to the divisional round. Jeremy White, Jody Biasi with you here on a Wednesday. We are joined now by Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey original podcast In the Huddle with Jason Lockenfora and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. And uh, happy to get up for a preview for this Bills-Bengals game. Brian, good morning. Good morning, guys. Good to be with you. Thanks. Well, what do you think? Matchup, clash of the Titans, Bills-Bengals? I mean, there's a lot to get to, of course. The, the quarterbacks are the big story, right? They're the guys that their names are on the marquee. Their, their faces are on the movie poster. So how, uh, how eager are you to see their first matchup in a full game as uh, the previous Monday Nighter, of oh, course? Man. I mean, this is, uh, this is a dream. You know, as an analyst, when you get the quarterback ability of both Josh and, you know, Joe, I mean, you just want to get out of the way. Let those guys go compete. And um, I think that's what we're going to get. Uh, you know, obviously, there's so many different factors that are going to play into it. Um, but, yes, those two guys are at the top of the marquee, and the game will be centered around those two players. But how you protect them, how they take care of the ball, uh, how you do all the other things are going to be just as important. One of the things about Burrow, Brian, is you know he's always – as he showed up, he was good. I think people pretty much knew he was good right away. He used to take a lot of bad sacks, and they wanted to overhaul that offensive line. But it seems like a lot of what's happened with him avoiding sacks has been something that he's gotten better at. Well, he doesn't hold the ball as long. They're not, they don't go into as many empty sets as they did you know, when he was at LSU and he did his first two years. But, I mean, their offensive line is crumbling right in front of us. You know, to lose a guy like Jonah Williams – is a big loss. Jackson Carmen replaced him the other day. He was fine, but you know he's never played tackle before. That's a big, it's a big opportunity out there. They got a backup right guard. He got a backup right tackle right now. Um, you know they he took some shots. He took some sacks the other day. It's a factor right now because you can only throw so many go routes to you know Jamar Chase and T Higgins. I mean sometimes you got to hold the ball and wait for guys to get open, decide for the defense, and so it's it's going to be a factor in this game. You know, it's funny you mentioned all those go routes. It became a big talking point about the Bills this past week after playing that way against Miami. Is that something you see Cincinnati do a lot? And do you think they do it maybe too much, or is it just their bread and butter to, show, to throw those go routes? I don't know. I've never seen a team throw as many go routes as Buffalo did starting <laughs> on the first play of the game to Stephon. I mean, I, I mean that's that's a style of play that they certainly can play. They got the guys that can get down the field. 
I don't know if that's playoff football, though. I mean, it leads to mistakes. It leads to interceptions. The Javon Holland interception uh, comes to mind. But uh, if that's how they decide to play, if they think they can get, you know, matched up and, you know, if Cincinnati wants to play zero coverage the way Miami did at at times last week, you're going to do it. But I don't think Cincinnati's going to play that style. So I I think they like to keep their safeties back. Um, I think, you know, more throws will be in front of them than it was uh, last weekend. Brian, one, one thing we wondered about all those go routes was, was Miami happy to bait the Bills into those? Do you think that might have been the case, that they were taking their chances in that way? Uh, I, you know, I don't know. It's a good question. I'm not sure. You know, when I watched it, it just seemed like, you know, Josh was just in attack mode. And, you know, they jumped out to an early lead, and, you know, that was part of it. And so I think, you know, they kind of stayed with that. Um, it seems like whenever there is a mistake, there is a turnover a fumble, whatever, they get back to the run game. That's how they kind of reset, and they're pretty good at it. So I don't know if we'll see more balance, if we'll see, uh, you know, Cincinnati is certainly a much better, uh, much different defense than, than Miami. Miami is very opportunistic. they got a lot of great young players on that side of the ball, and they all showed up. But Cincinnati plays a little different style. They play a little bit more zone than what we saw the other day. So that might, you know, that might change the approach a little bit. And I guess this game script will affect this as well, Brian. Watching the Bengals in the last couple of games, the Bills, I mean, the way Allen plays with these go routes like we're talking about, he kind of almost seems like he wants to play in a shootout type of game. How able do you think the Bengals are right now to play that way, scoring big, given that I know it's been against Baltimore two weeks in a row, who's an elite defense, but they've been, they haven't put up, you know, 40 in in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, Look, sometimes these games just take on a life of their own. And it just becomes a track meet. And then you've got to keep up, just like the way we saw Buffalo and Kansas City a year ago. And so it can get like that. Um, it's not it's not really what Cincinnati wants to do. But, I mean, if they're down 14 nothing the way Miami was the other day, I mean, I can see Joe Burrow going, okay, here we go. Let's It's, it's go time. And, you know, I mean, like I said, you know, Jamar and T are as good as anybody in this whole league at, uh, you know, just being able to run the go route and catch the go route. You know, whether it's using their body, how strong their hands are, how they are able to elevate and hang in the air. I mean, all those factors that can help win a, con- a contested ball down the sidelines. I mean, they're as good as any duo in the league. Speaking with Brian Baldinger on the Western Hotline, Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. The, the Cincinnati defense, you know, as the Bills go, their offense goes, that's generally how they go. And they can put up points. What does Cincinnati do on defense that will challenge the Bills? You mentioned a lot of zone. The pass rush, they've got a couple of good good edges, but is it a pass rush to be feared at the top of the league, or, or where do you rank them? Mm, they're pretty good. I mean, Trey Hendrickson had a down year because he was injured, but he's a really good player. Him, Hubbard. Uh, this Joseph Asai, who's a young player, didn't play last year, was on injury reserve, number 58, is a good pass rusher. And then inside, you know, D.J. Reader is a handful. I don't care who's blocking him. The guy is a handful inside. Uh, you know, Ryan Bates, uh, you know, these guys are going to have their hands full with the way that he can push a pocket. Um, and along with B.J. Hill, I mean, they, they got a good pass rush. I mean, there's no question about it. I think their weakness is they're not great at corner. And so they try to hide their corners a little bit, whether Eli Apple is out there right now. Um, you know, they've had some injuries at that position. Uh, Mike Hilton is a really good slot defender. Uh, just the way Buffalo's, you know, Teron Johnson is. They're very, very similar type players. Good tacklers, good blitzers. Uh, but I do think there's a weakness at corner. That's why they, they play a lot of zone to try to protect those guys. 
the offensive line for the Bengals being as banged up as it is. I mean, we've been talking a lot about the pass rush and like pressure rates with and without Von Miller. Um, they're trying to manufacture it a lot, Brian, and I don't know, th- this would feel like a game where, despite the fact that they have struggled because of all those injuries for Cincinnati, it almost reminds me of what they were last year in the playoffs. Um, what do you see from the Bills' pass rush and how important it will be to get to Burrow in this game? Well, look, they drafted Gregory Rousseau and Boogie Basham last year in the you know first and second round to upgrade the pass rush. And just talking to Von Miller um, this summer, you know about those guys uh, and, and AJ Epinesa as, as well. Um, and just talking to Von, he wasn't really too concerned about pass rush moves or one, winning one on ones. He was really trying to teach them what the moment is like and when to take the moment when, when the game is in the balance, when you got to step up and deliver, like those are the kind of things that Vaughn has worked with these guys in. And what we're talking about is divisional championship football. Like, okay, it's great if you get sack numbers and you got a a go-to move. It's more important to understand the moment and getting to Joe Burrow when it's third and and six and you got to get off the field. And so that's what these guys have been instructed. It's what they have been learning from Vaughn. Now it's time to see if it can pay off. How about the other matchups? Kansas City, Jacksonville. We'll step around the league a little bit. The Jags, uh, an upstart team, young. They looked like they were getting crushed, and they, they rallied back. Doug Peterson's done a nice job. What kind of chance, and what do you like for the matchup for Jacksonville and Kansas City? Well, I mean, they played in Week 10, and Kansas City kind of had their way with them that day. Uh, the score was a little closer at the end than it really was. Uh, but Ken, but Jacksonville is a completely different team right now. I mean, you you're down twenty seven nothing, and you can come back and win if you can go to overtime and beat the Cowboys. I mean, they've been tested uh, in the last five weeks, and they've answered every test. And so they're a, a formidable foe. They've got real serious pass options, whether it's Evan Ingram or Zay Jones. Uh, they got a home run hitter in Travis Etienne. The offense line is very good. Uh, you know, it's just a question of how you defend Patrick Mahomes. And they're good defense. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is just, you know, he's the best player in the league, I think. Uh, it's not to slight Josh Allen or anybody else. I mean, he's just he just keeps getting there. And they just keep winning their division and being the number one seed. And stuff just goes through Kansas City. And so, and that's because of Mahomes. And so, you never know when you play Kansas City what new plays they have. Like, nobody has more new plays than Kansas City. And it seems like a lot of them work. But Jacksonville will be a... There'll be a good test for Kansas City this weekend. Right. Like, which child's game they're going to incorporate into uh, yeah. do a play this week. Yeah. They might play Duck, Duck, Goose before they run a play against Jacksonville. They could. Um, NFC, the Niners look unstoppable, Brian. I mean, they are – a lot of these teams, we're talking about the Chiefs, and they've played close games. It took Houston – it took them overtime to beat the Texans. The Bills have played close games, did it against Miami, Cincinnati – the Niners, meanwhile, are just over here blowing everybody out. So I don't know. Like, is it is it easy to see right now that they're playing the the best football at this point in the season? You can you can say that, but I mean, it's a seventeen fourteen game. You know, last weekend in the third quarter, it's you know it's a twenty three seventeen game, and Geno Smith is driving the Seahawks right down the field, and Charles Amato gets the ball at Geno's hands, and Nick Bosa recovers, and the blowout you know came on. But I mean, it didn't really happen till the fourth quarter. Uh, Seattle played very well for almost three quarters of that game. They executed very well, and that's what Dallas has to do. They're capable of doing it. Uh, they protected Dak Prescott very, very well 
on Monday night, and that was the reason why they blew the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers out. Can they do that against Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead and Charles Amenahu? I mean, that's that's the challenge. But, yes, they're a very good team. They put up points right now. The quarterback is playing very, very well. But, you know, you got to affect the quarterback in the postseason. And so just how does Dallas do it? Is it Micah Parsons? Is it, you know, certain blitzes? Is it Donovan Wilson coming off the edge, you know, getting to Brock Purdy? you got to affect the quarterback. And that's the challenge, I think, for Dallas this weekend. Brian Baldinger. Last one, Brian, uh, as we kind of gear up for an offseason with Tom Brady waiting to decide what he's going to do, do you think there's enough left there for a team to want to bring him in as a short-term idea? Well, I think there's. I, I think it just takes one team. I think there'll be a team that will be interested. I, I mean, I, that's something I would do. He's going to be 46 years old in August next year. <laughs> you look at the quarterbacks in the final eight right now, whether it's Josh or Joe or Patrick or – you know, Jalen Hurts, I mean, Daniel Jones. I mean, they're all young. It's a young man's game. And, yes, I think Tom Brady can still throw a football. He was horrible against the Cowboys. Um, he would admittedly say so. He was horrible against Cincinnati this year. I mean, he's had some bad games that are unlike. unlike and is that just what you're going to get? You're going to get more of those type of outings with Tom Brady. But, yes, I do believe he can still play. I do believe somebody will offer him a contract. And if he wants to play, he's going to have that opportunity to keep playing. What about with Lamar Jackson? Would you assume at this point that he is not going to play another snap for the Ravens, given how the fact that he doesn't have a contract and, I mean, not flying with the team? Um, what do you see there? I think a separation is in, uh, is in order. Um, you know, he's very young still. Uh, his style is his style, but I could see somebody being very interested in Lamar, but I don't believe he'll be playing with the Baltimore Ravens. Next year, I think what he did, uh, for whatever reasons, and I haven't heard from Lamar and haven't heard him talk about anything, but uh, for not to be with your team in a playoff game where you could help Tyler Huntley or, you know, if Anthony Brown had to go in the game, you could be of assistance and help out in that situation. I, I think uh, I think the court has been cut in Baltimore. Brian Baldinger on the Western Hotline. Brian, enjoy the games this week, and thanks for the visit. Uh, pleasure, guys. You bet. Do the same. That was Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Insider, Odyssey NFL Insider. Make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. He does In the Huddle with Jason Lockenfora and Carl Dukes. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. 
Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.